Down and out, refuse the Christmas special. So grab your presents, grab your kids, stuff them in your ears. Oh, sorry. Way to ruin everything, Albert. Well, I'm going to ruin this podcast. had an intro going, and then you just yelled some random thing that didn't make sense. (laughs) Made perfect sense. Well, actually... Uh, yeah, I, w- I will. I will admit that your vaguely A Team esque uh, intro mouth noises um, are, are appropriate for today's subject. Well, we won't know because the song never finished. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. And now it cannot be recreated because the person who was here, Tim McGraw, who was singing that, has left yeah. the building because he was upset yes. that you interrupted him. I, I thought you were going to say like, like a a perfect uh, mandala uh, that is you know destroyed after exquisitely being created. Each one of our intro songs are just like that. Uh, no, let's just get to it now because you just ruined <laughs> everything on this podcast. It's a Christmas podcast, uh-huh. and we are going to go over two Christmas movies and decide which one is the movies. ultimate. Christmas movie. Neither of them. Sir, they're both Christmas the movies. The end. End of podcast. They are both Thank Christmas movies. Thank you for tuning movies. in to the Down and Out Reviews podcast. <laughs> they are both Christmas movies. Uh-huh. It's already been a proven fact that they're Christmas movies. Proven fact by a team of scientists. Actually, by, correct. By, by a team but of because movie scientists. hold on, folks, because Albert says something is not something, Albert beats everybody out. It's like paper, rock, scissors plus Albert. Yes. So the entire Albert, world win everything. The the entire world agrees that that uh, Die Hard and Lethal Weapon are Christmas movies. Absolutely, one hundred percent down the line, except for me. Well, it's I'm the not one hundred percent because you don't agree with it. I was going to so, say everyone except for me agrees that uh, that they are Christmas movies. They definitely are Christmas movies. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's back into this. What makes a Christmas movie, Isaac? I would think uh, take place Christmas time. There's okay. Christmas elements in it, like Christmas songs, uh-huh. Christmas trees. What what Christmas songs are, are in any of these movies? Well, Lee the Weapon starts off with, I believe, Jingle Bells, or one of the Christmas songs, and ends on a Christmas song. The um, first scene in Lee the Weapon is a naked woman writhing yes, around. while Jingle Bells is playing. I don't think so. Did you watch this movie? Yes, I watched this movie. Well, then I feel like you didn't because you would know what the intro song was. Let me consult my notes because I usually make note of such things. Of what song is playing at the beginning? Yes. It is on. Oh, yeah, I guess there is Christmas music at the beginning. I didn't know which one. Actually, you know what? One thing that I was just reminded of there, the music in 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 Lethal Weapon was done by Eric Clapton. Who knew? Because it's a Christmas movie, and Eric Clapton is Christmas 
musician of the year. No, he isn't. <laughs> Did you know that movie was directed? Lee the Webb was directed by Richard Donner. Yes, who just died in July. Did you know Shane Black wrote the the movie? That I did not know. Who also directed a Marvel Christmas movie called Iron Man 3. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Clearly a Christmas movie. So if you consider none of these Christmas movies, therefore whatever Christmas movie I pick to be the ultimate Christmas movie is going to be the winner. I'll tell you what a good Christmas movie was that is not one that I... I swear, seen. if you get off Lee the Weapon or Die Hard, because this is our whole podcast, is Lee the Weapon versus Die Hard, the ultimate Christmas movie showdown. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk over and punch you. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm only bringing up one example of what I think is a good Christmas movie, and we don't need to go back to the 1940s for it. I just watched the movie Noel on Disney Plus last night. So, oh my that's god, that's a Christmas movie. Oh, so because it's why is that a Christmas movie? Because it's literally about everything that has to do with Christmas. Whereas so Lethal Weapon. Weapon or Die Hard have nothing to do with the spirit of Christmas. Excuse me, <laughs> you don't. not watch these movies? <laughs> Okay, well, how are they about the spirit of Christmas? First off, Lee the Weapon gives every woman in the 80s a present by showing, and guys, whoever, Mel Gibson's butt within five minutes. We get a (laughs) naked Mel Gibson on the screen. Yeah, well, you can see his penis and and, uh, Braveheart, and yet we don't call that a Christmas movie. (laughs) I don't ever remember seeing that. Oh my gosh, have you seen Braveheart? I have. All right, well, it happens. So, but let's see, it takes place during Christmas. That's the only There's connection to Christmas. Christmas tree fight. There's Christmas dinner. No way, no way to say There's, no, Well, that's the only time that's during Christmas. There's, uh, w- what happens in Noel that you think makes it a Christmas movie? Okay, you have... Presents, Santa, you have presents and Die Hard. You have Santa and Die Hard, <laughs> and Lee the Weapon. Oh gosh, oh gosh. I'm um, just gonna tell you, we're giving two examples here, so go ahead. And I'm showing you that both movies have both the things you're talking well, about. The main characters, and or the main character in uh, Noel, uh, learns about the spirit of Christmas. Which is about giving to others. Okay. That's so not is that what the those only movies spirit? are about. Is That's that the what... only spirit? So Lee the Weapon, a man who's suicidal, down on his luck, ready to kill himself, finds a partnership who brings him back to life and gives him the gift of life again, cannot be explained as a Christmas movie? Because that's not... That's a dumb what? action that's, movie. That, that's, that's not, that's that's not exactly the... what the movie's about. Watch the movie. It's about a movie down out who's ready to kill himself during one of the most depressing times of the year for most a lot of people who are depressed, Christmas. Uh-huh. And he finds an uh, angel in Danny Glover's character who take, you know, they find this partnership yeah. and he realized that life 
should keep going on. There's more to life than what he's been going through and gets out of this depression because of his, because of his partner. All very because the noble love the things. partner has. Ultimate Christmas movie. All very Die noble Hard. things. Die Hard, as you can tell, I think Lethal Weapon is a better Christmas movie than Die Hard. And <laughs> if if somebody was holding a gun to my head and said I had to to name a better Christmas movie out of the two, I would say Lethal Weapon. But <laughs> only only because of the Christmas dinner at the end and 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 uh, uh, Riggs being welcomed into the Murtaugh home for their, their Christmas dinner. Which goes along with what you're saying. However, I feel those are ancillary um, uh, outcomes to the overall theme of the movie. Which is exactly what I just stated was the theme of Lee the Weapon. No. Movies no. are about character, sir, and not about explosions. Lethal Weapon like is not a Nothing. character study. It definitely is a character study. It is it's not. one of the best character studies out there. <laughs> it is and for the not. reasons that you're I not just even saying you. that with a straight face. Because you're ridiculous, Albert. Because you think that yeah. it's not. Because it's already in your mind that you think it's just. You think an action movie cannot have a character development in it. That's not true. However, I think the action in this movie trumps any sort of character development that they attempt. Negative. Okay. Is it because Gary Busey's in it? No. How, how is it that a guy who is literally wanting to kill himself, going back to getting over that depression, trumps any type of explosion or fight scene in that movie? <laughs> Because 90% of the movie is fight scenes and shooting and explosion. But everything leads to the character peeling himself that way. Yeah, I mean, that's really what, what uh, you know most psychologists recommend for people. is just to go out there and I'm just murder saying. people and, 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 you know, blow things Movie-wise, up. Movie-wise, if you look at the characters of what they're doing... And how they're getting through life, like, I don't know how you don't think Lee the Weapon's not a character development. Now, John McClane... I'm not saying it doesn't Hard, have any character development. I'm saying McClane, that it's minimal. I really, like, I would probably give you not much character development of John McClane and Die Hard. Uh-huh. Like, that I would give you. But you are arguing Lee the Weapon, which has character development. It has some. I'm not it saying... It doesn't no. have some. It has... Ultimate character development. I mean, you keep saying that he wanted to commit suicide. Like, there is a scene where he's holding a gun and he pulls a trigger and nothing happens. Right? You mean when Danny Glover puts his hand in between the chamber and the and the hammer to stop the gun from going off? No, earlier in the in the movie, I believe he He doesn't he, pull the trigger earlier in the movie. Oh, then I'm misremembering. Okay, but yeah, but then um, Danny Glover's like, "You want to kill yourself? Do it." He's like, "I will." And they <laughs> stare down, and he pulls the trigger. And Danny Glover, if he does not stop that gun, Mel Gibson's character in that movie would have been dead. Riggs would have been dead. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, that that happened. Yes, <laughs> it did. Yes, I'm agreeing with you. 
So the Christmas movie is about this guy finding hope. And that's what Christmas is like about. Hope, life, gifts, good stuff, giving. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. right. Just like Noel. Just like Noel. <laughs> exactly like Noel. I know, like, when people think, all right, I, well, let's say when, when Lethal Weapon came out in the movie theaters, they were like, all right, good, a Christmas movie. We're going to put on our Christmas sweaters and, you know, go to the movie theater and enjoy something that's really going to get get me into the Christmas mood. And I'm going to watch Lethal Weapon, and that's going to accomplish that for me. Because you're forgetting when Lethal Weapon came out. Well, it came out in 87, 88. I don't know what time of year it came out then, but... It came out during Christmas time because it's Christmas. <clears throat> right. Um, okay. The movie. But still, still. It came I mean, out in 87. Mm-hmm. So, 80s, different time frame. Yeah. I'm just saying, just admit that it's a Christmas movie. No, because I just don't it's see it that way. Driven. Like there's, I don't I, know how you don't see it that way. I've explained my my position. You don't agree with it. Okay, it's so like you've explained down. your position, and I don't agree with it. Well, I gave facts. So did I. How, you just said action. You're telling this me that action. the movie isn't ninety percent action. It doesn't matter if a movie's ninety percent action; it still can have character development. A movie can have character development with tons of action in it. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when when directors are 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 putting together movies that. So that, you uh, you mentioned Braveheart. Yes. Would you think Braveheart was character driven? Yes, but there's a there's. In between the battle scenes, there's a ton of character development. There's not action in that movie, though. There's a lot of action in that movie. Same with Lethal Weapon. There's, there's character l- development in that scene. Lethal Weapon is roughly, what, an hour and a half long or so? Braveheart is almost twice as long. Yeah, and when's the last time you watched Braveheart? If not this year, then... Late last year, I reviewed it for my blog. I just, I'm just getting this, this, this notion that you think action movies can't have character development in them. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that there's a lot less character development when you have an action film like Lethal Weapon. So, would you say Elf has more character development than Lethal Weapon? Yes. What? What? The guy, the What's guy has eggnog. To... Are you drinking over there, sir? The guy has to go and realize who he actually is. It's a classic, like almost like a hero's journey. He goes and realizes that he still acts like a kid at the end of the movie. Okay, he doesn't totally act like a kid though, because he gets married and has a kid. <laughs> oh, because kids can't have kids. That's not that's not the point. The point is, is he grows up. He meets his real Does father. He? At one point, he's 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 gonna give up, you know, his whole dedication to the Christmas spirit or whatever you want to call it, and uh, 
you know, but then he realizes that that that's who he actually is. The practically the entire movie is character development. So it, let's let's break down Lee the Weapon real quick with Briggs. Uh-huh. Character. He we we meet him. Yeah. He's down and out. Mm-hmm. Um and then he's not. He's, he he doesn't want to live. He uh-huh. lost his wife in a car accident. Mm-hmm. He says he only has a job. He's he's just going through the motions, but pushes himself to the limits, ready to kill himself, mm-hmm. finds a partner who doesn't like him at the beginning mm-hmm. because you know, he might be just trying to fake the craziness to pull a pension, mm-hmm. you know. And then he realizes this guy's really going through some heavy crap. And he starts becoming, you know, taking him in as a friend, introduces him to his family. The family <laughs> takes him in, shows him what loving, what love is about again, mm-hmm. and how it brings you, like, there's more to life mm-hmm. than just a job and that you don't have to die. Mm-hmm. And now he realizes that through the partnership that he has through Murtaugh. Mm-hmm. Murtaugh. Murtaugh. Mm-hmm. And decides that he's going to live a frugal life. And right. he goes on to find a woman, mm-hmm. have a kid of his own, and fight Jet Li. So these things Which are all great happen in sequels. This character. But not, yeah, not but in still, the original. But still, if it wasn't for him getting over that milestone of his depression, okay, he would now, never now hold on. Now, all those things you said are in the movie. Yes. Okay. Now, take out all the action scenes in between everything that you're talking about, and how long of a movie are you going to have? It doesn't matter. It's an no, action it Christmas matter. movie. It does matter. No, yes. no, it matters because the character development is very minimal in this movie because the point of the movie is to show action sequences. No, it's not. No yes, movie. Yes, it is. If any movie comes out and the point is to show action sequences, the movie is not going to be a good movie. So you're saying you did not like Lee the Weapon at all. No, that's not what I'm saying. I didn't yes, particularly think it was saying. a great movie. I thought it was a bunch it's of action slock. Character which is development. what it is. There's there's nothing that can happen. Like there's I, no point of what you're, you're, a movie's not going to stand. Uh, you're you're not the, seeing the gray uh, area here. Okay, I'm not completely disagreeing with you, but you're saying that I it can only be one or the other. All I'm saying is I'm they not keep, saying that you're saying that. No, I'm not. All I'm saying is that you keep, they kept kept the character development to a minimum. So that they could have the case, as much action they as they kept, possibly could. If they kept the character stuff to a minimum, it would have been like, I want to kill myself. Boom, boom, explosions, explosions, bam, boom, shot. I don't want to kill myself. Yay. With no reason or explanation of how Riggs got to that point. And I'm saying that is very minimal. And... I would like you to answer my original question. If you take out all those scenes that you're that in between, uh, if you take out all the action in between the scenes that you very accurately described, how long of a movie would you have? Okay, well, let's do another example. I haven't seen Noel since last year, but let's take Noel out 
and let's take out all the comedy parts of that movie that are comedy and that are just filler for some stuff that you're saying that's action. How long of a movie do you have? You could do this with any movie, Albert. Like Answer the my question. Answer the, my question. Yeah, because you don't understand how writing works. Those action sequences are pushing the story forward. So without them, yes, you're not going to have a long movie the, because why? They're part of the movie. So, so what you're saying, what you're saying is that like, in the in the middle of of let's say when when Riggs is is uh, covering Murtog in the desert with a sniper rifle, right? In the middle of him doing that, he's realizing, gee, it's good to have a family. I think once this is all over. I'm going to put aside my suicidal ways and 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 um, and and be a normal person. Well, I mean, by that point, he's probably reaching his peak of character change, but he is realizing that he wants to get this guy's daughter back because he cares for the fa- he's starting to care for their family. So yes, he is probably realizing that, and that's why he's putting his life on the line to go save her. Why else would he go out there just to kill people? Because they're partners and they're trying to solve a case. (laughs) At this point, the case has been solved. His daughter's kidnapped. And they're partners. Yes. So, okay, so if if you're partners with someone you don't like or don't care about, and they're like, hey, man, off the books, my kid's been kidnapped, we're going to have to go, and you may die. You're going to be like, all right, guy, I don't know. Why are you going to go out there and help him? The job. I don't know. It's not part of the job right now because his family was kidnapped. Well, then they should have called the police. (laughs) They can't call the police because then the kid's dead. Huh? Because they can't call the police because the kid's not dead? Well, the kid will die if they call the cops. Yeah, I mean that oh that's that's like you've that's never the, watched that's the way that, that life works, yeah. In the movies that we're watching, yes. In the character's life that we have now observed, yes. Well again, I don't really think the point of the action sequences in these in these movies is to advance character development. I think that the scenes in between those where they have the um, like the argument you mentioned, where where Riggs is threatening well, to kill himself, is more character development, and that helps with him going into the scene. That, so the that scene I just when they go, the scene when they go to the the pool, mm-hmm. uh, they go you know le- chase down this little lead, and the guy you know opens fire on him, whatever, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Murtaugh is there, mm-hmm. and then they're shooting, and then all of a sudden Mel Gibson shoots the guy and saves saves his his saves his partner's life. Mm-hmm. That didn't advance the story in any way. <clears throat> I, I mean, a little bit, I guess, but like again, I think you're talking about partners helping each other out. So even if even if um they were complete strangers to each other at that point, which I mean, they weren't complete strangers. They knew about each other through reputation and the police force, which was established early in the movie. But still, they're police officers. 
You can assume they're pretty good guys. They wouldn't just let each other die for no reason. Yeah, but that's still advancing the story because now Danny Glover's character can trust this crazy guy that he didn't think he could trust at all. Sure, there is some of that in there, but like... And then him jumping off the building is showing you a character of uh, acknowledgement of how crazy his character is. And how he just doesn't care at this point, which leads us to the other scene. Everything that if without him jumping off the building, we don't get to the next scene. Everything to, like moves forward. So when you yeah. write a script, I'm not saying I understand, it's... like you have you have to understand that like action sequences <clears throat> aren't just thrown into a script just for something to go boom. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's completely pointless, but all I'm saying is it's the it's ancillary to the the other scenes because action sequences are put in are put into the, to movies partially to to hopefully I should say to advance a plot but also <clears throat> because people like to see that stuff. Well, so you're saying if I go to watch a comedy movie. And it has character development. And if I take out all the comedy, I'm watching a 10-minute movie. We're talking genres of films here that the genre is going to have specific stuff like car chases, explosions, and proper gunfight and shit. Um, Hot fuzz reference. Um, Like, it's still... But all those the stuff that's going to make it a good movie is if those action sequences actually lead... And advance the plot and character development. Not just the plot, but character development. And they make sense. Not like, oh, now this thing happens. Now this happens. And I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm where where I'm coming from is that <clears throat> what solidifies the minimal amount of of whatever character development happens in the middle of a gun battle or things going boom or whatever that's happening, whatever that happens, what happens in those instances is solidified in between when they discuss those sorts of things. When they say, hey man, you know, thanks for saving my life there. You know, I could trust you now. Or, or, or you know, you're really crazy for jumping off that building. Or, or like, the, it, the, the things, those things work together, but it's, I think the ultimate point, I, I think with the action sequences, they're more to make the film more exciting than to be real solid character development. It doesn't, what you're saying is basically action movies. If I watched a movie and the guy was like, which they don't do in Lethal Weapon. Like, they don't, like, the guy's not like, dude, I can't believe you just jumped off that building and I, oh my God, you're so crazy. They go into a whole acting stage of, like, the characters and what they're going through and what he's going through at that moment in life. Like, you're missing a whole point. Like, you sat down and was like, I'm going to watch an action movie. Is there an action movie that you like that you let's let's get an action movie that you like that had good character development in it? Uh, oh God, 
Um, I don't know. Like, actually, one one thing I was thinking of when you were talking there was was um, the Matrix, right? The original Matrix, right? And and there there's a, a an example of an an action movie where you have a fish out of the water character who is entering a world and he's learning about it and he learns these skills and you know the the but like there's a lot of fighting in there that you know it doesn't necessarily take away from the film but you know it, like you could do with a lot less of the the fight fighting scenes because a lot of what happens particularly at the end when he fights agent smith like you know it's a very long action sequence sequence that in the end it like it doesn't really if you had a shorter one it wouldn't take away from the impact of what ultimately happens in that movie but see i would argue that the matrix doesn't have great character development in that movie I don't I don't see how it doesn't like you have a, a guy who is like trying to uncover a mystery essentially like what is the matrix right and a little bit like the metaphor for the movie which is Alice in Wonderland he goes down the rabbit hole and finds out what it's really about and becomes a different person in the end how does he become a different person becomes because he understands how to control the matrix as a character yeah, development, and, 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 that's not character be- development. That's character development is something within yourself, like yeah, a change within because- you. How does this person become either A, a better person, or B, a worse person? Well, in the beginning, he didn't really know who he was. And by the end of it, he knows who he is. That's character development. Yes. How, how? How does he know who he is at the end of the movie? Because he understands that he's living inside the Matrix? No, because he's the chosen one. So it's just telling you that you're the chosen one doesn't make you have a character change. Well, agreed. And if you remember... As a morality character, watch the Matrix again and realize that his character just becomes more cocky and more like, I'm going to bring... Yeah, because he becomes more powerful. So he becomes more cocky and he takes off in the air at the end. Like... Okay, well, he's a computer guy at the beginning of the movie who's like, whatever, I don't know where I'm at. Whatever. So I would argue actually the Matrix is a worse is actually more of an action movie what you're describing than Lee the Weapon. Like Lee the Weapon actually has a more character change for Riggs than Neo. I I I'm sorry, I, I just I disagree because he, what, oh, he is I want one you to do person, for homework is, is one, look up was, character development had, no, and listen, research hey, character hey, development. I, I, stop with that stuff, okay? Because no, I I'm don't serious. Really because being, I don't appreciate being talked down to like that, all right? I but, disagree with you on this point, okay? But I am trying to open up your eyes about how, like, you can disagree with and, me and all this, but I'm trying to open up your eyes because of character development is an actual change of inside of a character going through something like you have Nicholas Cage and I'm not disagreeing Vegas. with you on lethal weapon Isaac I told you that I understand that he's suicidal in the beginning and he's not so much at the end 
What I'm trying to tell you with the Matrix is that he is John Anderson in the beginning and he is Neo at the end, and they are two different people almost. But my, what I'm saying you with you with Neo is yes, he becomes a stronger person, right? Uh-huh. And I guess now he's gonna save humanity. Now now wait a second. You say he becomes a stronger person. So how is that not character development? If he becomes a stronger person, how is that not character development? Well, it depends on his moral abilities. Like, does he have a moral conflict? What is his moral conflict in The Matrix? His conflict is whether or not he actually is the one. He spends a whole, time, a whole bunch of time in that movie doubting himself until he realized that he, he basically made the decision that, yes, I am the one. See, I will give you that he doubted himself and he got over his doubtfulness. See, now when you explain like that, that is a character development of a thing. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Like you yes. have to overcome an emotional yes. thing and to get over a hump. Not yes. just getting stronger at something, because anyone could get stronger by anything, you know, mm -hmm. by several different ways. So what I'm trying to explain to you is that in light of whatever, what makes a movie a Christmas movie? Is it because it has Santa Claus or does it have Christmas elements in it with a good message in the film? And again, I think that while Lethal Weapon has a good ending and it's set during Christmas, I think that the elements that pertain to Christmas are a bit more minimal than your average Christmas movie. I'm not saying that it's completely off, off, of, off base there. I but, just don't see it as see, much... I... I disagree with that because let's go with one of and my you favorite Christmas movies. You can disagree with that, Isaac. You can disagree let's, with that. Let's go with one of my favorite Christmas movies, and that's Christmas Vacation. Would you mm -hmm. consider this a Christmas movie? Yes. Why is this a Christmas movie? Because uh, whatever the the Chevy Chase's character name, uh, Oswald. Griswold, that's right. I was thinking Oswald for some reason. Because he realizes that it's his family that's important. Right? And you're going to say, oh, well, Riggs realizes that, it, that family's important by the end of Lethal Weapon. And I'm not disagreeing with you! <laughs> but it's a Christmas movie then. That's all I'm no, saying. No, because that element does not have to be tied necessarily to Christmas. But it is. In this movie, it is tied to Christmas. It happens to take place during Christmas time. But I can say the same thing about Christmas Vacation. Is I could take away the Christmas part and take it place on a 4th of July barbecue. Uh-huh. So then, if that happens, is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> well, if it takes place during the 4th of July, then... Uh, no, I would not say it's a Christmas movie. So basically then, but we still have the element, and stick with me here, we still have the element of family and the guy realizing that family is important and all this, but we just took out the element of Christmas. 
and therefore it's no longer a Christmas movie. Isaac, do you just want me to agree with you? I mean, like, I I'm just no, I'm just trying to explain to you. Understand? I I understand what you're saying. I understand everything you're saying. I just don't agree. But then why? I'm trying to figure out how you're not agreeing when I put evidence up on a board, right? And I show uh-huh. you the evidence, uh-huh. and you're looking at the evidence, and you agree with the evidence, but you don't <laughs> want to agree to change your mind. Because I don't see it as much of a Christmas movie as other Christmas movies. It happens to be set during Christmas move during Christmas time. There is a Christmas dinner that they go into afterwards, but they're not dressing up in, in Christmas sweaters to go out and fight crime. They're not, you know, preventing a. Uh, uh, um, burglars from from breaking into a, a home and stealing all their stuff during christmas time like in home alone they're they're not um uh, attempting to to uh reconnect with their family except for when when they're trying to to rescue murtog's daughter uh because um uh you know one of the characters is an elf and didn't know who his real father was and they're not trying to uh Fill the role of Santa Claus because um, uh, you know the the real Santa Claus has died and and the person that was supposed to be Santa Claus is, is not not um, uh, up to the task. Uh, they're they're not uh, putting so, the real Santa Claus on trial because uh, the real Santa Claus has come to town to to to, to uh, see what what. Uh, uh, Things are going on in, in, in society, like in Miracle on 34th Street. You know, things that are actual Christmas things that happen during Christmas are not things that are happening in this movie, except for the fact that it happens during Christmas and there's a Christmas dinner at the end. And there's a whole Christmas tree scene. Right. There's a fight inside a, a a a a place selling Christmas trees that has nothing to do with the fact that 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 happens there. But if you if they you didn't take purposely out purposely go there to fight in what the Christmas I wanna, trees or, or if stand. you take out any element besides Santa Claus, right? Let's forget about the movies that involve Santa Claus. Let's forget about movies that involve like reindeer mm-hmm. with attached to anything with Santa Claus in it. Can you name movies that don't center around Santa Claus for Christmas movies? Christmas Vacation. It's a Wonderful is... Life. Okay, so what's that about? Have you never seen It's a Wonderful Life? I just want you to explain what it's about. We have audience members. It's a Wonderful Life is a, is a guy who um, is a, a banker, and uh, he has a string of very bad luck. And he begins to uh, doubt uh, his his uh, importance to the people around him, and he is about to like. I know, uh, as I'm saying this, I know exactly what you're thinking. You know, you're, yeah, yeah, you're comparing him to Riggs, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not purposely doing that, but I know that's the point that you're you're thinking inside your head, but. Um, you know, and then he's about to commit suicide when an angel comes and prevents him and then is able to show him how important he actually is to his community. 
So if we take out that took place during Christmas, right? Uh huh. If we took out Christmas from that element of a movie, uh-huh. would it be a Christmas movie? No. So therefore, with the facts in hand, <laughs> I was thinking of South Park. If the glove don't fit, the jury got to quit. Um, anyways, in that theory, same same concept would lead the weapon. So if. Again, I'm not saying that there aren't certain Christmas elements in, in it. I'm just saying that I don't really see it as a Christmas movie because it doesn't really speak to the spirit of times of the times completely. Like you're you're talking about about things that are are sort of immutable human philosophies. Like no matter what time of the year it is, people long for family. People long for fulfillment. People long for so for the kinds of things that that the the spirit of Christmas attempts to instill in people. And and you know when you when you think about it, these are things that like should be celebrated or, or um, um, aspired to by people all year long rather than just at Christmas time. Oh, it definitely should. Like, people only feel like giving during Christmas time and whatever, yeah. whatever. But yeah. what, we're, what we're deciding here, though, is people do get more depressed during Christmas time. Suicide rates do go up during this holiday season. Yeah, it's a fact. It's true. That's true. There, that's... We could say it's played into the movie of Lee the Weapon, you know, mm-hmm. and why he's really down. This is probably from the movie and what it sounds like. It's his first Christmas without his wife. Mm-hmm. So if can we say that if he's never like what happens to this character if he's never partnered with, um, I want to say Danny Glover again, um, Murtog. Murtog, yeah, yeah. It's it's so we can look at bad. Murtaugh we can... as. An angel or a way, if we're going religious, like this was a planned step because the Bible or whatever, if we're going religious things for religious people, like, you know, they say, like, God will only give you as much as you can handle to your pushing point, you know? So is this a step of his character coming in to to help bring Riggs back to who he is? Well, I mean, God does work in mysterious ways, so like there could be something to that in terms of the role that Murtog played. Um, but like angels don't intervene in people's lives just at Christmas time. This just happens no, to be they, during Christmas. No, they don't. But that's all I'm saying is the Christmas elements of this film make it a Christmas movie, just like A Wonderful Life. If that doesn't take place in Christmas, it's no longer a Christmas film, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But because it does take place at Christmas, it makes it a Christmas movie. Now, we didn't even talk about Die Hard at all through any of this. Like, Die Hard, to me, has hardly any character development in this film. Mm-hmm. And I would say... The action pushes the story forward just to conclude him rescuing the hostages and his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, how does how does John McClane change at the end of Die Hard? No, he's the same person throughout. And that's why in the sequels, he's the same person throughout. Like, he's still divorced. 
You know, mm-hmm. like they reconciled because a tense situation brought them together. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's where I say, like, Lee the Weapon is more of a Christmas movie because of the spirit of what that film's trying to say than Die Hard is. Even mm-hmm. though Die Hard has Christmas elements in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you're not saying anything I, 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 I disagree with necessarily. The only thing that I don't see completely, completely, please understand, there's, I agree to you, with you to a certain degree, but I just don't see either of them, including Lethal Weapon, as the quote-unquote ultimate Christmas movie. Because I think if you were to go and look at well, other we movies say that, the- are, that are intentionally Christmas movies, that, that, that you can find other movies that are much more intentionally Christmas movies. But can we say ultimate action Christmas movie? Oh, for crying out loud. Sure. I'm just saying because, like, we, we established something that if you take Christmas out of a film, like, the Christmas elements of, you know, trees, presents the lights, seeing Santa Claus in the background, you know, any movie can then turn to be not a Christmas movie. You know what might have made this, and this is probably a really silly um, explanation or, or thing to add on, but you know what might have made it a little bit easier to see for me anyways, completely as a Christmas movie, as if it hadn't been set in Los Angeles. You know, if this had been in, I don't know, Chicago or New York, you know. With snow and stuff. Yeah. It's weird because both movies are set in L.A., but we're in Florida. Uh And I will tell you this. I don't ever, when it's December and it's hot, I don't ever feel like it's Christmas here. And it's one of my downfalls of living in Florida. Yeah. Like I want like the only the closest we get to feeling like Christmas is when Disney turns stuff to Christmassy and makes it the fake snow happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And all that. But yeah. I was seeing this the gas station the other day and it's like ninety degrees outside and I'm sweating, thinking, yeah. Oh man, we're like a week and a half away from Christmas. Yeah. And it's, it's I can give you that because I think when people think Christmas, they think snow. Mm-hmm. They think stuff like that, but the fact is, there are times like I've, like, like you say, like I think it's about. And this is where I think *Lead the Weapon* is because it has the underlining spirit of what you're saying: family, growth as a character, you know, mm-hmm. coming together, helping one another in an actiony type of way by killing a lot of people. It doesn't make sense, I know. Um, but just coming like like even when you're like so coming from a deployment, let's say you're deployed, mm-hmm. it's a very depressing time when you're deployed because you're missing your family and stuff. But they will decorate, and sometimes it just seems a little bit cheerier. Not much, yeah. but a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there are moments just like in Florida where it, I guess, it doesn't feel like Christmas. Yeah, like so you're I've, saying when you watch *Lee the Weapon*, and I can get behind this. Sometimes you forget you're watching 
a Christmas movie. Yes, because again, I don't think it's intentionally a Christmas movie. I just think it happens to be set during Christmas. I wish we can get Shane Black on the line because he wrote the movie, uh-huh. and he—I guess I read some article where he actually likes centering everything around Christmas when he writes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man Three was horrible, by the way. Shane Black, if you're listening to this, horrible movie. Um, <laughs> I, I remember that was a Christmas movie until like I researched like action Christmas movies and that came up, and I'm like, really? The only thing I remember is Iron Man having suits that were he wasn't in. Not for long, anyways. So, but we didn't really like this podcast was supposed to be Lead the Weapon first Die Hard. Which one's the ultimate Christmas movie? So I well, think we kind of answered that. <laughs> yeah, I think since we never even talked about Die Hard, I think Lead the Weapon is it. Sure. Between those two, I'm not saying Lee the Web and First A Wonderful Life, which one's the ultimate Christmas movie? Because It's a Wonderful Life would win. For you. (laughs) Okay. I find more pleasancy and I'd rather watch Lee the Weapon, but that's me. Now, Mm -hmm. if you say Lee the Weapon First Christmas Vacation, which one's the ultimate Christmas movie? I would pick Christmas Vacation. You Mm -hmm. put Lee the Weapon against Elf, I'm picking Elf. You know, mm-hmm. like I have a, the Santa Claus. That's another favorite of mine. Yeah. Like there's there's a couple of Christmas movies I, I, I see. And Noel is actually not a bad movie. If I you guys haven't seen surprised. it. Yeah, it's actually not bad. Um, has a what's his name in it? Who's her brother? Hater. Hater. Yeah. Is it, yeah. Is Bill it Hater. Hater. Bill Hater. Bill. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's in that show, Barry. If you haven't seen Barry, oh, it's such a good show. Is that the one about the assassin who's trying to like? Yeah, becomes yeah, like an actor. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But... Henry Winkler's in it. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. But um, like I don't even know like what should we title our podcast then? I can't put Lethal Weapon versus Die Hard. Angry like, arguing Lethal over Lethal Weapon. Angry arguing over stuff. <laughs> but that's how it is, folks. Like we get heated, and here we are. <laughs> me and Albert are gonna go get drinks after this. He's going to make fun of me. I'm going to make fun of him. Yeah. You know, we're going to hug. Might be some slight. I wrote you a very okay. sweet birthday card, by the way. I just want you that did. to be known. So, yeah. Thank you for remembering my birthday. <laughs> some people well, forgot my birthday. We won't for- mention who they were. But you know who you are out there if you ever <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. Um, no, and I'm just saying, like, that's the way it is. Um, I get heated because I take, and I think this is the problem with Hollywood, is Hollywood forgets about character development. Mm-hmm. A movie is only good if characters develop through the movie through certain ways. Like, everything that happens should happen for a reason and move the plot forward. And not just, like, magically, like, Oh, this just happened to move the plot forward because that's lazy writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of movies that are like that, and right now, I'm really, any Transformer movie you've seen does it. Oh gosh, um, some of the worst movies ever made. And it's 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 it just comes comes down to yeah, like that. 
But then you have like Terminator Two, and it's like that's a great action movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although, I, like, since we're on the subject of character development, I would I would go with Terminator One over Terminator Two. Well, it depends on if you're looking at the Terminator as a like who's I haven't watched Terminator Two in ages, but you would say the little kids the the main character in Terminator, right? Terminator 2. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't stand his acting, by the way. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's? Or no, 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 the kid. 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 I forget his name. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. What is that kid's name? I forget. He hasn't been in much lately. If Goonies was set at Christmas time? (laughs) If we just add Christmas elements to the Goonies. Well, there's another Richard Donner film. Yeah. Have you seen Gremlins? It's been a long time since I've seen I should watch I should watch Gremlins. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I should watch that because I've been I've been going on a on a Christmas Christmas kick lately and um my blog is gonna have like very soon just nothing but Christmas movies. And then my favorite Spider-Man as a and kid. The Matrix. <laughs> my favorite as a kid. Can you guess my favorite Christmas movie as a kid? Can I guess your favorite Christmas movie as a kid? Mm-hmm. Gremlins? No. I don't know. Give me Miracle a on 34th Street. The original. There's your hint. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Loved it. I used to like Christmas Story when I was like a little bit, but uh, it just yeah, overplayed, 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 overplayed. You know, but I always I, wanted to watch Miracle on 34th Street. Like that was the one. And now I'm not so much. Now I'm about Elf and no, stupid I, Christmas movies. That I um, we, you know, we're we're kind of getting off topic, but maybe our next podcast. If we can get one done next week, we just we're not getting it. one done before Christmas. That's why I'm getting no. in now. Oh, okay. People Never can mind. pause it. They can yeah. launch it. We're probably not going to get in before Christmas because, let's be honest, I have a kid. I got gifts to wrap. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but I got um, presents to find. I have to go Christmas shopping. I haven't done any myself yet either. Yeah. I've done a little bit actually. I should say, but um. Not too much, but I like I watched the a Christmas story for the first time like a couple of weeks ago or a week ago or not, recently anyway. First time, yeah, for the first you made time it your whole life without ever watching yeah. a Christmas story. Yeah, yeah, you should never watched it. Actually, I would have told you never to watch it because I when you're like ninety three, you could have been like, I've never seen a Christmas story, <laughs> and then we could have put that on your grave because yeah. that's like an accomplishment. Yeah, I I wasn't impressed with it. I, I it's just, it's just yeah. I don't I, think it holds up. Yeah, I know it, people are gonna hate us for this, but I don't think it holds up. Yeah, well, go shoot your eye out. Well, kid, guess what? You should have listened to your mom, and or maybe the parents should have taught taught the kid a little bit of gun <laughs> safety before running out there with a BB gun. Yeah, how about that, parents? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good points. All right, so let's wrap up. Last words. Uh, I'm sorry for yelling. Should I go back and edit that out? Us yelling at each other. 
Actually, it was more yeah. you yelling. I was never putting you, like, what'd you say, down? No, you were talking down a little bit. I was you... talking down to you. I was, it, it's, it's hard because, like, I want you to, as a writer for your blog, for this mm -hmm. podcast, mm -hmm. I want you to research and dive into more things about filmmaking. Yeah, to I've, make you a I've done overall <laughs> better writer, but you know, and keep increasing and going and stuff like this. I, I've I've done that for my dissertation. Like, have you read? And I'm gonna maybe I get it for you for Christmas. I don't know. Have you read Robert McKee's story? No. You seen adaptation? I've seen adapt. Isn't that the John Malkovich movie? Nicholas, what's the Nicholas Cage movie? It takes place after oh. John Malkovich. Okay, no, I've not seen adaptation. Or maybe maybe Bobby Bobby Cox plays Robert McKee, and the writer, played by Nicholas Cage, goes to his seminar because he's having writer's block. And Robert McKee was this big, influential like, this is the guy who knows story and all this. He wrote a book on it. And he did seminars, um, <sighs> and stuff like that. Uh, it's just, it's it's yeah, it's just a good theme about characters, and I don't know if his I haven't read his book in a long time, but like, I mean, just, I didn't I didn't do film school like you did, but I wrote a dissertation on film. I did some research on film filming techniques. I've taken film classes, so I'm not like completely lost in this thing. I just have a different way of viewing films than you do. Hence, why yeah. we have these podcasts. This is the whole reason why we have podcasts, but that's why I'm giving you, like, if you're like, oh, we'll look this up to help you, you know, further on, I'd look it up and read it to figure it out. Because you got to think, I've been studying screenwriting mm -hmm. since 2000. Mm -hmm. And I've sold how many screenplays? Zero. So I'm on a good start here, folks. <laughs> One day, well, maybe. Yeah. I did have a, a short film play on cable TV. That's my hoorah. So. Well done. The marking. Look it up. Starring the great late Billy Mayo. Rest in peace, buddy. <laughs> All right. You ready to end this one? Yes. All right. Take us out, Albert. Oh, let's say happy Christmas to everybody. Merry Talk Christmas. Happy um, Christmas. Happy Christmas for our our listeners Maybe in England. Happy New Year! If we don't get back to you for New Year, maybe we'll get in between the New Year. We should. We should yeah, I don't see why not. Should. But if not, mm -hmm. until then, don't forget to uh, send us cookies in the mail. Yes, like and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Whatever people do. <laughs> like, we really need to yes. get stuff going on this. Yeah. So. All right. Da da da. Da, 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 da. Christmas time on down and our reviews. We argue and fight, then we drink some eggnog too, and then we hug it out and fall asleep in each other's arms because it's Christmas time. <laughs> I, I, don't, yeah. I don't drink eggnog. <laughs>